God spoke to Abraham and told him what to do. And Abraham believed it was God speaking, so he did what God said to do. It's always that pattern. It was that pattern with Abraham, and it's that pattern with us today. God speaks. We hear what he says. And because we believe it is God speaking, we do things appropriate to the word spoken to us. Genesis chapter 12. Start at verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all nations of the earth be blessed. At that time, the Jewish nation was separate from all other nations because God had chosen them. In the time of the New Covenant, God is going to add the Gentiles to the Jews for salvation through Jesus Christ and His blood, which paid for their sins and the sins of the Jewish nation. There would no longer be animal sacrifices there would be a new covenant and God would put the Jews and the Gentiles together that they would serve him with a new heart and a new spirit which he would give to them which is the New Testament church and they would follow him with this new heart and new spirit. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. God speaks to us today, causing us to be raised from the dead of this world. God gives us a new heart and a new spirit, his heart and his spirit. So we don't look at things the same as we did before this happened to us. And thereby we are made to be new creatures born again so that we can serve God in his holiness, in his righteousness. And our righteousness will be of him because he told us what to do. 
Therefore, our righteousness is not of ourselves and our own thinking, but it is of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. To allow yourselves to think of the past is to return to the death of the old life. So we go forward, pressing on in the Word of God, thinking on that Word and doing that Word as God intended us to do when God caused us to be born again. Hebrews 10.38, God says, Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul, says God, shall have no pleasure in him. So we work to keep the past dead and buried that we can go forward as new creatures in Christ the Word. Here is an example of that. Pam Paget was born again when she was a teenager. And then she worked in the secular world at FedEx as a computer programmer. When it was time for her to leave FedEx, God gave her a word by bringing the following scripture to her mind. Micah chapter 2, verse 10. Arise ye and depart, for this is not your rest because it is polluted. It shall destroy you, even with a sore destruction. So Pam, like Abraham, left her job, her place where she had been, and moved forward, believing in God, not even knowing where she was going. She just took early retirement. One month later, God told me in a dream to start a blog. I called Pam immediately because she had computer experience and asked her to set up a blog for us. That was March 2012. She had retired one month earlier, so she had plenty of time. Then in 2015, I was led by God to publish books on Amazon, and Pam did all of the computer work and technical work, which permitted us to self-publish those books. 
Then in February 2020, I was shown to record and publish podcasts. And again, Pam set this up and helped me to know what recording equipment I needed in order to publish those podcasts. And in 2019, when I could no longer live alone, Pam brought me into her house to live, and we continued the ministry work from there. God had another work for Pam. He trained her in computers through FedEx. And she followed God out of her secular work when it was time for her to leave. And God set her into the ministry of helps. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. And God has sent some in the church to work in the church. First, apostles, secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers, after that, miracles. Then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. God gets us where he wants us by his Holy Spirit who speaks to our mind and begins to give us other things to do or show us where to go, just like he did Abraham. God caused me to be born again by his word. Shortly after I was born again in 1975, in the night while I was asleep, I was transported into heaven. I was with God, and I was with Christ, and I knew I was with the Holy Spirit. Now, I saw no physical images. This was all spiritual. At that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God, God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. A few days after this, the exact same thing happened to me again in the night while I was sleeping. I am ordained in the ministries of apostle and prophet, and I think being taken into heaven twice and merged into the body of Jesus twice, made one with the word of God twice, had to do with this calling on my life. After that, I was certainly on fire for things of God. All I wanted to do was read the Bible, hear about God, go to church, go to prayer group, and do things that pertained to the church. I had a small business at that time in American Indian Arts in Dallas, Texas. 
I kept the business open, but I had three very competent women who could run the business without my being there. I just stayed home and let God teach me, and we went through the entire Old and New Testament. At first, he had a very strong emphasis on the work of a prophet in both the Old and New Testament. Then later, I was driving down the street when God began speaking to me and said, I have called you and set you in the body of Christ as an apostle. I said, Apostle? What is that? Of course, I knew from the Bible what an apostle was, but I'd never met a human who said they were an apostle. I believed what it said in Ephesians 4, and our church that I was attending at that time professed to believe in the ministry offices of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. As it says in Ephesians 4. But I hadn't met anyone who said he was an apostle. So I went to our Bible teacher and I asked him, I didn't tell him what I had heard about myself, but I asked him, I just said, Who are the apostles at this church? And he was shocked. He said, well, I don't know. And I said, well, what kind of work do they do? And he said, I don't know. So God taught me. He taught me by taking me to Acts 15 to show me that when there was a question, the apostles and elders came together in Jerusalem to resolve the question and to make a doctrinal decision. Now, we have the New Testament Bible today. They didn't at that time. So they were setting up doctrines, which would be the New Testament Bible. Today, we go by the New Testament Bible, but I think the primary work of an apostle today is to try to get the churches to return to the New Testament Bible for their doctrine. For they have departed from the New Testament Bible and left many of the scriptures behind and do other things today in the church. For example, Matthew 5, 32. Jesus says, The man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. I suspect you've never heard that taught at any church you've attended. I've never heard it taught at any church I've attended. I only know about it because I read it in the New Testament Bible. That's the kind of thing an apostle would deal with. Another thing an apostle would deal with is Going on today in our society, that Catholic Pope got up and said he didn't see anything wrong with being a homosexual or lesbian. It wasn't criminal. 
Please read with me Romans chapter 1. Start at verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26, For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God, the word of God, in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not convenient. God specifically addresses the subject of homosexuals and lesbians and says that they are given over unto vile affections. God spells it out for everyone to see in Romans chapter 1. One day my cleaning woman came to me and said, but what about those people that say they were born homosexual and lesbian? And I didn't have an answer for her. A few days later, God gave me an answer to that. If you'll turn to Mark chapter 10, this is answered for us in verse 6. From the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. 
And we see from Romans 1, because they did not properly deal with the knowledge of God, God gave them over to be homosexuals and lesbians. But at the beginning, they were created male and female. What I see as the work of today's apostles in the New Testament church is a work of trying to get individuals to acknowledge the truth of the scriptures and return to doing and believing the scriptures. For many have left the scriptures and joined churches where something other than scripture is presented. Oh, they'll present some scripture at the church you attend, but they leave out so many scriptures because it would offend people, and they don't teach those scriptures, such as the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Matthew 5.32 Between the years that I was born again, 1975, and 1980, God taught me Bible. Every day I just sat at my apartment and read the Bible, and then God would cause something to stand out, and I would see truth about that scripture. Then on the night of January 10th, 1980, while I was sleeping in the night, a very strong trumpet-like voice spoke three words into my ear. I jumped out of bed. It was so loud, it woke me. The words were Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I quickly wrote the letters KWJS on a notepad, which was beside my bed. I felt it was call letters to either radio or television, and I didn't want to get those letters mixed up. When I found it was a radio station, I said to God, Are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. And instantly to my mind, the Holy Spirit spoke, Call the radio station manager. That same morning, I called the radio station manager and I said, God, might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? He said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long, send it to me, and if you fit our broadcasting, we will offer you a contract. As soon as I finished talking to him, I got my tape recorder and kitchen timer and set the timer for 29 and a half minutes, prayed, of course, and just began talking, recording, as the Holy Spirit brought subjects to my mind. I put 
the tape in the mail, sent it that same morning to radio station KWJS. Within five days, I was on radio. God can reach us to get us to do what he wants us to do. I've often been reached by dreams and shown what to do and what not to do. I've had what I believe was an angel of the Lord speak to me. I've had messages carried by other people. And of course, we have the Holy Spirit bringing scriptures to our mind to show us the way to go. Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. God speaks to us directly today through dreams, through angel of the Lord, through the Holy Spirit continually, for the Holy Spirit lives in us to guide us into all truth, to teach us all things, to remind us of everything Jesus has said and to show us things to come. You can read that in John 14, 26 and John 16, 13. The Holy Spirit is called by Jesus as the Comforter, for he brings to our mind things to comfort us when we are tried. He is also the spirit of truth. So we know truth by that which the Holy Spirit speaks, which is the Bible or the way of the Bible. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will speak a scripture to show me what to do, and sometimes he will give me a concept which is in line with the Bible, of course, the Holy Spirit will never go against the Bible. But he does speak to us in this time today to guide us and lead us in the way God wants us to go. I suggest you read the scriptures that are attached to this podcast and think on these things. Think on the examples. You should see that God speaks to us today as he spoke to Abraham. Faith comes by hearing what God would say. Then we have faith to move forward in the way of God. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.